dear friends in Christ, what a joy once again to be in the presence of the Lord. The readings were read clearly and we all heard them loud and clear. Friends, God's desire for you and I, because of his love for us, is that we always be in his presence. God wants us to always be in his presence. That is why we are very clear in our minds that when we delight ourselves in the Lord, according to Psalm 37, verse 4 to 7 in particular, make time to read that, make time to dwell on that. Psalm 37, verse 3 to 7. You will realize the importance of dwelling in the Lord and will realize that indeed the plans of God for you and I are always good and perfect. In our first reading from the book of um, the letter of the Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 1 to 9, St. Paul makes it very clear. He says, God is faithful. God is faithful. Some versions will say that God can be trusted. Friends, indeed God can be trusted. And God is faithful. And we are told, and by him you were called to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. That is the last verse, that's verse 9 of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. God is faithful, and by him you and I were called to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We were called to fellowship, take note of that. We're called to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We are called to be in friendship. We are called to be in the company of Jesus. That is what it means to be in fellowship with Jesus. We are called to be friends with Jesus. And Jesus himself declares in John 15, I no longer call you slaves. I call you friends. You are no longer slaves. I call you friends. And you know what happens between friends? True friends want to be together. True friends, true friends share a lot together. And that is what it means to be in fellowship with Jesus Christ. Friends, but one secret that we must take note of this morning is this. We cannot have true fellowship, true friendship with Jesus on our own strengths. For the word of God says in Zechariah 4, 6, for it is not by might, it is not by power, it takes only the Holy Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit for us to be friends, true friends with Jesus Christ. It takes the Holy Spirit. And that is why we must nurture and build our relationship with the Holy Spirit. We must learn to talk to the Holy Spirit. Friends, look, it takes the Holy Spirit to even convict us of sin. It takes the Holy Spirit to lead us into prayer. It takes the Holy Spirit to teach us things of the Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit to enlighten our minds to understand the words of God. That is why David prays in Psalm 119 verse 18. Enlighten my mind, O Lord. Open my eyes, O Lord, that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. Friends, why would God want us to have fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ? Why would God want us to have fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ? 
That is what we see in the first reading. God is faithful, and by him, you and I were called to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We were called to fellowship, to friendship with Jesus Christ, not with our mobile phones. We were called to friendship, to fellowship with Jesus Christ, not with our mobile phones, not with our iPads, not with our tablets, not with the television, not with computer games. Friends, we were called to fellowship with Jesus Christ. It is in fellowshipping with Jesus. It is in being in the presence of Jesus, in constant touch with Jesus. It is in doing that we will truly live. We will truly have peace of mind and fulfillment in life. It is when we are truly in touch with Jesus, when we are constantly in touch with Jesus, that is what it means to be awake. And that is what Jesus is calling us to in the gospel. He says, stay awake. That is what Jesus is talking about. Stay awake and be like prudent servants who are busy doing the work of their master. What does that mean? Jesus wants us to be in touch with him, friends, and be convinced about it. Jesus says, I have loved you. God said in Jeremiah, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And friends, the love of God is real. God wants us to be in his presence. When you love somebody, you want the person to always be around you. You want the person, you always think about the person. God is always thinking about us. And God wants us to do same, to contemplate his presence. That is what it means. We are called to fellowship with his son. And we must ask the Holy Spirit to teach us how to do it. That is what it means to stay awake and be busy doing the master duty as a prudent servant. That is what we are called to do. We are called not to be busy with our phones, not to be busy with our tablets and our iPads. Friends, we spend so much time on the internet, so much time on our phones to the neglect of God. Think about it. You are with your loved one and the loved one needs your attention or wants your attention and you are busy playing with your phone. You see how it can be annoying, it can be frustrating, it can be very, very irritating. Not that God needs us for anything, no. Our prayers add nothing to him. Our prayers, our prayers add nothing to God. But it is always in our interest, interest and for our good to think about God, to dwell about, to dwell in God, to dwell in his presence. Friends, God is calling us to fellowship with him, to be in touch with him. He's calling us to peace. He's calling us to joy. Many of us have no joy. Many of us have no peace. Friends, it is because we neglect and relegate Jesus to the background. If we will put Jesus on focus and fellowship with him, friends, we will experience true peace and true joy. Some of us don't know the peace Jesus has given us, the joy he has given us, not as the world gives. We must learn to contemplate on the word of God. We must learn to meditate on the word of God. We must learn to ask the Holy Spirit to teach us. Friends, it is time we sat at the feet of Jesus every day. Make constant effort to sit in the presence of the Lord. Quietly and listen to the Lord. Friends, sit in the presence of the Lord quietly and meditate on his word. Friends, we will experience peace unspeakable, joy unspeakable, peace indescribable. That is what we are called to. 
And it's interesting, we are told in the reading that we were called to fellowship. The very moment we are called, that is, we are baptized, God called us to fellowship. That is the mind of God. In other words, God wants us to have constant peace and constant joy. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And in his presence, there is fullness of joy. Psalm 16, 11. So when we learn to delight ourselves in the Lord, when we learn to occupy ourselves with thoughts and issues concerning God, friends, we will experience peace. No anxiety will over overtake us. No worry, no fear. Friends, that is why the psalmist in the responsorial psalm will say, every day I will bless you. Every day, not sometimes. Some of us, we bless God only when we are happy. Friends, bless the Lord at all times. Praise the Lord at all times. It goes on to say, God is great. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. We cannot know that God's greatness is unsearchable unless we learn to sit and contemplate how God, how great he is. And the Holy Spirit will teach us. That is the joy of it. We only have to make time. Let us make time. Let us make time. We are all busy, yes, but we have to make time. If we, all the things we have, think about it, all the baseball you go to watch, whatever thing you do, we make time. Whatever is of importance to you, you will make time for it. If we claim we have no time for God, it is because we have no, no we, we don't see God to be important, so to speak. If we see God to be important, we will make time for him. And what a joy to know that God longs for our fellowship. Think about it. God wants us to be in fellowship with him. Can you imagine to discover how President Trump is longing to be with you? How would you feel? Jesus is more, far, far, far more. In fact, President Trump himself needs Jesus. And this is Jesus who is longing for your friendship. Do you feel neglected, rejected? Go to Jesus. Jesus accepts you and Jesus wants your friendship. God is faithful and God can be trusted. God will not reject us. He wants our welfare. And so the psalmist is teaching us how to stay awake and how to have fellowship with the Lord. He says, I will praise your name forever, O Lord. Think about that. The psalmist says, he will praise the Lord. He will praise the name of the Lord forever, O Lord. It means if it is forever, it means there is no time for any other thing. Forever. And that is our calling. Yes, I know many of you have work, you are employed, yes. But what the God, I mean, God is saying is, pray at all times, St. Paul will tell us. That doesn't mean we should neglect our work or we should neglect our duties, no. But what it means is that we should stay in touch, in connection with God whilst we are working. And that is what it means to be called to be holy. And the first reading makes it very clear. He says, Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and sustenance our brother to the church of God that is in Corinth, to you who have been sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be holy. Did you hear that? We have been called to be holy, called to fellowship. We are called to be holy with all those everywhere who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. We are called to be holy. And what does that mean? We are called to be like God. 
And there is no better way to be like God than to know him, to be in his presence, to contemplate him, to be in fellowship with him so that we will know what he truly wants so that we will be and act like him. That is what it means to be holy. Holiness simply means being like God, trying to be like God. So in our workplaces, we should work like God will work. We should talk as God would talk. We should talk like God. Eat like God, drink like God, dance like God, watch like God. Whatever we do, relate with people like God. That is what it means to be holy. So in my workplace, I work like God. That is what it means to be holy. And as I work like God, as I think like God, it means the basic question that is on my mind, what would Jesus have done in this situation? And so in doing so, we will always be in constant fellowship with the Lord. This question, what would Jesus do, is crucial. What would Jesus have done? That is what it means. If we will contemplate this question and reflect on this question, we will always be in fellowship with our Lord Jesus Christ. And we will always be awake. We will always stay awake if we will do that. And that's why the responsible sound even goes on to say, they speak of the splendor of your glorious majesty. Who are they? People who are in fellowship with the Lord speak of the splendor of God. They talk about God. It goes on. They discourse of the power of your terrible deeds and declare your greatness. How? By talking about God. It means they are preoccupied about God. They publish the fame of your abundant goodness. It means they talk about God. The version is very clear here. They speak of the splendor of your glorious majesty. They talk about God. That's the response to the Psalm from Psalm 145. People who are in fellowship with Jesus Christ, they praise his name forever. They talk about him. They declare his greatness always. They speak of the splendor of God's glory. They speak of the power of God. They speak of his fame and his abundant goodness. And they joyfully sing of his justice. They joyfully sing of his justice. It means they are joyful when they are worshiping God. Psalm 100 verse 4. Worship the Lord with joy. That is what it means to be in fellowship. If we are in fellowship, we will get to know who God truly is. And we will worship him in spirit and in truth. Jesus told the Samaritan woman that you Jews do not even know and understand. You don't even know and understand who you worship. Friends, we are called to know God so that we can worship him truly in spirit and in truth. And that is what it means to be called to be in fellowship. When we are in fellowship with the Lord, when we are in constant touch, we will get to know him better and we will get to serve him and worship him better. And when we do that, our Christian life will be more meaningful day in and out. We will have a deeper relationship with Jesus and we will have more meaning in life, more joy in life. That is what we are called to do, brothers and sisters. Let us make time. Let us create time. Let us spend time on the word of God, fellowshiping with Jesus. Spend time in adoration, fellowshiping with Jesus. Spend time at mass, fellowship with Jesus. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry, friends. If only we knew what we miss outside the presence of the Lord. Look at what David said. David said he prefers to be a great man in the house of the Lord, Psalm 84. Think about it. David desires to be in the presence of the Lord all the days of his life, Psalm 27, verse 4. Think about it. What is it about the presence of the Lord? Friends, we have a treasure. We have been blessed beyond imagination. Let us not joke 
with the privilege God has given us. God loves us. God accepts us. If people don't accept you, know that God accepts you. And we are told that God is faithful. God can be trusted. And if God is faithful and he can be trusted and we are called to be holy, as we are told in the first reading, it means we are also called to be like him. We are called to be faithful. We are called to be holy. We are called to be, tr to be trustworthy. Trustworthy servants. We should be trustworthy in our offices, in our workplaces. We should be faithful to our spouses. We should be faithful to our vows. We should be faithful to one another. Be faithful to your friends. Be faithful to your wife. Be faithful to your spouse. Be faithful to your vows. Let us all be faithful to our vows. Our vows as priests. Your vows as married couples. Your vows as youth. Friends, that is our calling. We have been called and sanctified. And so St. Paul says, I give thanks to my God always on your account. Think about that. St. Paul is thanking God because of the Corinthians. Can people thank God because of you? Can people thank God because of your community? Can people thank God because of you? Can your spouse thank God because she has found you or he has found you? Think about it. Do people praise God when they think about you? St. Paul says, I always give thanks to God always on your account because of you. I always give thanks. Do people thank God because of you? Or they curse God and regret because of you? Our, 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 our actions should bring joy and happiness and gratitude to the hearts of people. And that is what it means to be holy. And that is what it means to be in fellowship with Jesus. When we are in fellowship with Jesus, we will reflect him. We will be like him. That is why it says, come to me and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly and gentle of heart. Matthew, verse 11, Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, 29. Come and learn from me. That is what St. Paul means when he says, we have been called to fellowship with his son. Fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. I repeat, not with our phones, not with our WhatsApp, not with WhatsApping, not with Twitter, not with the computer, not with computer games, not with our iPads, but we have been called to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. We pray in this mass that God will help us to have this at the back of our minds always. That we will stay awake. Stay awake simply means being conscious of God, being conscious of Jesus Christ our Lord. And the good news is that the president says he will keep us firm to the end. God is faithful. God can be trusted. God's word can be trusted. Friends, we cannot know that he can be trusted and that he is faithful unless we acquaint ourselves with him. Many of us doubt God. We doubt prayer. We doubt all the things we do in church because we don't have that fellowship. When we have that fellowship, we will grow in our faith. We will grow in our trust of God. And that is what God wants from you and I. And that is what St. Paul says, when we grow, we will lack nothing. We will not lack anything. Friends, we are complete in Christ. When we fellowship with him, we will get to know him. St. Paul says that I may know him. St. Paul says that I may know him. He wants to know only Jesus. That is what it means 
to be called to fellowship with his son jesus christ to spend time quality time with jesus and i repeat myself this is not possible without the holy spirit let us learn to develop a closer relationship with the holy spirit for it is not by might nor by power but by the spirit of the lord for apart from jesus we cannot do anything the holy spirit is our strength the holy spirit is our source let us learn to fellowship with the holy spirit i encourage you and some of us will even be blessed more so to speak with the gifts of the holy spirit and paul makes it very clear that we will not lack anything concerning the gifts the spiritual gifts and one of the gifts you must pray for and yearn for is the gift of praying in the spirit the gift of praying in tongues friends through fellowship and sincere fellowship of the holy spirit is enhanced and it grows faster when we pray in the spirit some of you despise praying in tongues some of you despise it friends don't be misled it is one of the of the gifts of the holy spirit and if it is the gift of the holy spirit it means you and i need it friends romans 8 26 speaks better romans 8 26 that is your assignment go and reflect on that and yearn for a spiritual gift may we rise and present some intentions to the lord